0: FLF Fine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3, Mount Dora, Orlando, and W226 BT, Orlando. News Radio 93.1, WFLA, and iHeart Radio Station. Good morning, Orlando. Good
1: Thursday morning to you. Great to have you with us right off the top at 6 o'clock for our first check of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. Coming your way here and now on News Radio 93.1, WFLA-FM, AM 540, and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Bud Hedinger. And
2: I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour, the teacher gun bill clears the legislature. Details in one minute.
1: We'll be talking a lot about that this morning, but coming right up, bar grilled in the Senate blows off the House. Next on Good Morning Orlando. The Florida House
2: joining the Senate in passing a bill that allows school districts to choose whether trained teachers can volunteer to carry guns. Republican Dane Eagle stresses this is voluntary. There is no line where we are handing out guns to teachers that walk through a door. Democrat Cindy Polo feels the policy is wrong.
3: I don't believe that having more weapons in classrooms gets it right. I think. We continue to get it wrong.
2: The bill updates the school safety and security bill passed last year by implementing recommendations from the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas Public Safety Commission.
1: Talk about this in our 7 and 8 o'clock hour. We'll have a one-word texting poll on whether you would want your child's teacher carrying a concealed gun. Be ready to vote on that later on.
2: This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Attorney General Bill Barr will likely not appear before a scheduled House Judiciary Committee hearing today after raising objections to proposed changes in the hearing's format. That follows yesterday's Senate Judiciary Committee hearing that
4: exposed some tension between Barr and the special counsel. Barr told senators that he called Robert Mueller after he received a letter from the special counsel in which Mueller claimed that Barr's summary of his report did not fully capture the context, nature, and substance of his conclusions.
5: I said, Bob, what's with the letter? You know, why don't you just pick up the phone and call me if there's an issue? And, uh... He uh, said that they were concerned about the way the media was playing this.
4: Mueller's letter memorialized his objections, and now senators from both sides want to hear testimony from him to hear his side. At the White House, John Decker, Fox News
1: lot to unpack here. We'll break it down in a moment. That contentious Senate hearing, lots of sound cuts straight ahead, Alan.
2: All right, bud. More than 130,000 SeaWorld annual pass holders in Florida and elsewhere are entitled to refunds. That after the settlement of a class action lawsuit that claimed SeaWorld renewed those passes and charged customers without their knowledge. A low fare carrier announcing new flights out of Orlando International Airport, Frontier Airlines adding four new destinations, Hartford, Connecticut, Dallas-Fort Worth, Houston, and Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic. The National Safety Council is designating May as Airbag Recall Repair Month. Chris Freeman is with
6: Fiat Chrysler U.S. There are 37 million vehicles across the United States from 19 automakers. That contain at least one recalled airbag. This is the largest, most complex automotive recall in U.S. history. In the state of Florida, there are 1.1 million that still haven't been repaired.
2: Defective airbags can rupture, spraying metal fragments that can cause injury or death. An Orlando woman was killed by an exploding airbag five years ago. A low-pressure system over the Bahamas is expected to head in the general direction of Florida, but the National Hurricane Center says little development of the area of showers and thunderstorms is expected over the next few days. WFLA news time is 6.05. A hospice patient gets her last wish before dying, watching the Battle of Winterfell on Game of Thrones. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WFLAOrlando. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now.
0: Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at WFLA Orlando. Thanks, Alan. My co-host, Alan Spector, bringing us the news all morning
1: long, top and bottom of the hour, and whenever it breaks, executive producer Yaffe in the control room. Alongside him, Melissa Fox, a.k.a. The Fox, the friendly voice you will hear when you want to get on the 50,000-watt front porch. We're going to get into this Senate hearing with Attorney General Bill Barr yesterday uh, right away. So if you want to get in early, if you watched some of it, you may already have some things that you want to say. 407-916-5400. Our toll-free is open to you at 866-916-5400. Always open is the text line at 23680 where standard message and data rates apply. So, we're gonna dive right in we got hot topics from six to nine right here served up on the fifty thousand watt front porch
2: and we got some hot cash to give away too as we attempt to make your wallet great again you can win one thousand dollars in our texting contest in a matter of moments we'll announce the keyword of the hour text that keyword to two hundred two hundred if you are a winner of a grand you'll get a notification call from area code five one three. Listen all day long for the keyword to text to win $1,000 and make your wallet great again. And we're just two minutes away from an update of Orlando's news, weather, and
1: traffic. 607 on Good Morning Orlando. Highlights out of the Florida legislature in its final week right now. A bill one critic calls the most hateful legislation ever is a step closer to becoming law in Florida. Um, And that critic was among about a dozen protesters who were removed from the Capitol Gallery yesterday for disrupting a debate on a sanctuary city bill. Um, one protester taken into custody. The bill passed the House, now goes to the Senate to try to reconcile differences. More on this in our 7 o'clock hour for you. And updates, of course, at least every 10 minutes on our top stories. You can count on it here in Good Morning, Orlando.
0: Dave Ramsey, weekdays 3 till 5 p.m., News Radio 93.1. So, yesterday, veteran
1: lawyer, Justice Department figure, And the Trump Attorney General, Bill Barr, who was also the Attorney General way back for Bush 41 in the early 1990s, went before Lindsey Graham's Senate Judiciary Committee, and there was a lot of grandstanding by Democrats who, not coincidentally, are running for president, the likes of Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, and Amy Klobuchar, all on the Senate Judiciary Committee. Bill Barr has had a stellar career, has been known as a man of great intelligence, brilliance really, and integrity, and a good guy, a nice guy, great reputation. And boy, I mean, they they did everything they could, the Democrats, to just brand him as a bold-faced liar doing what he could to obstruct justice and run interference for the president. Um it was uh it was really contentious at times. Let's get into some of it right now to give you a flavor of this, just a sample of what went on. Let's listen to Trump hating Hawaii Senator Maisie Harano uh branding Bill Barr a liar. You
7: lied to Congress. You told Representative Charlie Chris that you didn't know what objections Mueller's team might have to your March 24th so-called summary. You told Senator Chris Van Hollen that you didn't know if Bob Mueller supported your conclusions. But you knew. You lied. And now we know.
1: So this kind of stuff was going on. And finally, Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Republican Lindsey Graham uh, had had enough, jumped in and fired back at Hirono.
8: And you slandered this man from top to bottom. So if you want more of this, you're not going to get it. If you want to ask him questions, you can't.
1: I mean, Barr just acted unfazed. He never lost his temper, never really raised his voice. At times, he lectured his Democrat critics. Um, he, He just comes across as just rock solid, at least as I view it. Now, here is Barr defending the president and blasting all the Trump haters
5: how did we get to the point here where the evidence is now that the president was falsely accused of colluding with the Russians and accused of being treasonous and accused of being a Russian agent and the evidence now is that was without a basis and two years of his administration uh, have been dominated by the allegations that have now been proven false and you know to to listen to some of the rhetoric, you would think that the Mueller report had found the opposite. That was fantastic.
1: This may be even better. Yaffe calls this the sound cut of the five hours of testimony, and I wouldn't argue with him on this. Listen particularly to the back end of it. Here is Barr locking horns with Trump-hating Democrat Senator Richard Blumenthal of Connecticut.
5: You, in effect, exonerated or cleared the president. No, I didn't exonerate I I said that uh, we did not believe that there was sufficient evidence to establish an obstruction offense, which is the job of the Justice Department. And the job of the Justice Department is now over. There's an election in 18 months. That's a very democratic process. But we're out of it. And we have to stop using the criminal justice process as a political weapon.
1: Boy, that is absolutely awesome. And that's exactly what needs to stop. Of course, the Democrats weren't having any of it. Now, the next sound cut swirls around this letter um, that special counsel Mueller sent to Bill Barr. And it's, you know, been reported that he was challenging uh, Barr's four-page summary that uh, didn't capture the true tone and substance of the uh, of the Mueller report, some 450 pages of it. Um, you know, but Barr had said the problem was uh you know and 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 Mueller said that the, that the media coverage is all you know is is not the way it should be on this and that somehow that was uh Barr's fault now it's interesting Barr said it was you know the problem was with the media well apparently that actual letter wound up in Congress yesterday and it doesn't actually mention the media so the democrats are feasting on that it does mention the public confusion over um the substance of the the special counsel's report, Mueller's report, as it was summarized by Bill Barr. But, of course, that's at the hands of the anti-Trump media machine, that confusion, okay? So that's what was going on there. But at any rate, I want you to listen uh, to this right now as Barr references the letter. Seems like a little strain with him and Mueller. They've been buddies for years. Their wives go to the same Bible study, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, what about this letter? Well, the first thing uh, Barr pointed out is he's doggone sure it wasn't written by
5: Mueller. The letter's a bit snitty, and I think it was probably written by one of his staff people. Did you make a memorandum of your conversation? Huh? Did you make a memorandum? No, I didn't or make did a anyone Um, Did anyone, either you or anyone on your staff, memorialize your conversation with Robert Mueller? Yes. Who did that? Uh, There were notes taken of of the call. May we have those notes? No.
1: (laughs) I dropped my popcorn all over the floor in the family room when I heard that. No, no, never raised his voice. No change in expression. Sorry, you're not getting the notes. And, and beyond that, in the sound good, he says, why would we give them to you? You know, it was just, I mean, it was just, the guy is a rock. He really, really is. And uh, Jerry Nadler, uh, who was the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, uh, is on fire over the fact that Barr has canceled his appearance today before the House Judiciary Committee. And that's exactly what he should have done. I mean, this is where he was going to face questioning by lawyers for the committee. Nadler says he thinks Barr's a chicken. He's scared to show up. I, I mean, Barr doesn't look like a guy who scares easily or
0: at all, but here's Nadler. He is terrified of having to face a uh, skilled attorney. Given how dishonesty has been, uh, I can understand why he, why he is afraid of facing uh, uh, more effective uh, examination. And Trump
1: weighed in on Fox last night on Barr's decision not to testify before Nadler's House Judiciary Committee.
8: Well, I guess they want to treat him differently than they have anybody else. And uh, for many, many years, they've never done it this way, where they're bringing in outside counsel or something. And that's not the way, you know, you elect people, they're supposed to be able to do their own talking. All right, well, there you go.
1: I don't know that any minds were changed on Barr, on Mueller, on Trump. But my take on this was... They never laid a glove on him that they were totally overmatched in the Senate Judiciary Committee. And he just brushed them aside like a gnat on your shoulder, you know? That's the way it was as I watched it. But maybe I don't have it right. Uh, Maybe you see it another way. Definitely want to get Yaffe and, and Melissa and Alan in on this as well. The contentious hearing with Bill Barr at the Senate Judiciary Committee. Coming right up after we update Orlando's newsletter and traffic for you here in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. You're ready for three more superhighway toll roads in the state of Florida? Looks like all of that has been green lighted by the legislature in its closing days of the session in Tallahassee. Lots of opposition on the part of environmentalists on this. We'll break down exactly what the plans are for these three toll roads in our 7 o'clock hour. Stay with us for updates at least every 10 minutes as well on the top stories right here in Good Morning, Orlando.
0: Radio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today.
1: Alan's still working on your 6:30 news update, so let me turn to Yaffe and Melissa for reaction to the um, sound cuts we played from the contentious hearing in the Senate Judiciary Committee yesterday. Five hours of testimony by Trump's Attorney General Bill Barr.
9: Well, a lot of the controversy yesterday started with uh, that letter from Mueller to Barr. Um, about the initial summary, the snitty letter. Yeah. The snitty letter. Yes. By one of the staff (laughs) members, but even the letter admits that there was nothing inaccurate in the summary. So once I saw that, I'm like, okay, what's the big deal? But it's amazing to see the Democrats try to claim some kind of cover up when the full report has been released. Yeah. How do you say there's a cover up?
1: Yeah, and the character assassination that was uh that was uh, going on there. I mean, you know, you could see at one point yeah. Lindsey Graham couldn't couldn't stand it anymore. It really it really is outrageous. And uh, you know, I got to tell you I don't think the Democrats came off very well. Now, if you happen to be a Democrat, I'm sure that you just thought that it was just awesome and that Bill Barr is the devil incarnate. Uh, he is not by the way uh and unless he just became that uh, a, a couple of days ago. I mean, his track record <laughs> indicates he's anything but that he's he's really been a remarkable uh figure with a pretty much unblemished record for thirty forty years, you know in the in the cauldron of the justice department.
7: Melissa, what about it? It was more than five and a half hours long, but I think uh. I think we got nothing new out of this. Again, I'm just sitting there listening to the the continuation of a witch hunt, and now we've just focused in on A.G. Barr.
1: Yeah, well, Mm. uh, you know, I think he won the day. Oh, yeah. And I think he is right not to fall into uh, Nadler's trap over in the House Judiciary Committee. Now, there may be a subpoena. He's threatening one to get him uh, to testify here, you know, but it's ridiculous. You have train lawyers for the most part on the Judiciary Committee, or you don't wind up on the Judiciary Committee, they don't take you, and you don't want to be on the Judiciary Committee, That that's where that's where almost all of them are lawyers. Are you telling me they're not qualified to ask Attorney General Bill Barr questions? They have to go for lawyers, you know, on their own staff, you know, to grill them with extended sessions and all of this? And I said, there's no reason why he should do that.
9: Yeah, from what I understand, that's kind of unprecedented for something like this. It's not something that that usually happens.
1: Exactly, and you know, and and this whole idea that somehow you know Bill Barr is 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 essentially obstructing justice, you know, trying to run interference for the president who wants to resist all the subpoenas and knows what the Democrats are up to here. Uh, but he, you know, the fact of the matter is, uh, the Trump White House. You know, never claimed executive privilege. They turned over nearly a million and a half documents to uh, Mueller's office there. Uh, Bill Barr has been very forthcoming. The rules did not require him to make public anything in the Mueller report. It was to go to the attorney general, and he could have locked it up right there. And he has allowed it to be out there in redacted form, uh, mostly uh, because the law requires that that you don't have uh, grand jury testimony out there, and that's been redacted. But an almost totally unredacted version, Yaffe, uh, has been made available to members of Congress, and only a couple of them have, have bothered to go look at it. <laughs> and and I believe apparently believe Republicans. And apparently none of the Democrats. What does that say about right. where their interests lie? It's all about partisan politics. It's all about throwing as much mud on Trump and his people as possible, because the bottom line is they got to figure out a way to knock Trump off in 2020. It's not about new findings. It's not about a search for the truth. You know, it's a search for something to sully Trump sufficiently that he doesn't get voted a second term. So that's where we stand. Yeah,
9: and I don't think it's going to really hurt Trump either in 2020. Not not enough to really make a huge difference.
1: I don't think so either. We'll see how it all plays out. By the way, the Nadler hearing is going on this morning at 9 o'clock. Uh, and as far as we know, without Bill Barr.
7: Don't they do it like an empty chair, witness chair thing? I don't even understand. Are we going to have
1: that? Yeah, like in a debate po- when somebody doesn't show yes. up and have the empty chair? They may, they
7: may possibly do oh, the empty chair.
1: Do you yeah. think they would do that? That is so cheesy. I don't it's know. Close. Anyway, well, as we get into the news with Alan uh, right now, uh, you know, there are drug busts and then there are big drug bust and boy, we've had a big one here in Central Florida.
2: Yeah, this was so big that uh, Governor Ron DeSantis and Attorney General Ashley Moody were present as Brevard County Sheriff Wayne Ivy announced details of his department's biggest drug bust ever that includes the issuance of more than 100 arrest warrants. I
10: will tell you that these individuals are motivated by one thing, and that is greed. When you look at what they've done, buying toys, all sorts of different automobiles and guns and different different types of toys that they entertain themselves with, they simply preyed on the addictions of others.
2: Sheriff Ivey says his deputies confiscated enough fentanyl to kill everyone in Brevard County.
10: Boy,
1: that's chilling. Mm.
2: This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. The Venezuelan crisis continues to ramp up as opposition leader Juan Guaido calls for escalated strikes to force disputed President Nicolas Maduro out of power. Senator Rick Scott is demanding U.S. military intervention. The Florida Republican telling Fox News at night about a recent heartbreaking visit to Venezuela. I talked to schoolchildren that they had to cross a river and uh, that day the water was up to their chest. And, you know, these little girls, they're walking by themselves a couple hours to get over there
4: because there's a school they get to go to and they get food. Went to a food kitchen where USAID pays for 5,000 meals. It's the only meal.
2: Russia, Cuba, and
1: China are among the countries supporting the Maduro regime. Live report on the situation in Venezuela coming up here in our 7.30 half hour. The weather might not
2: cooperate with SpaceX's plans to launch a cargo mission to the space station tomorrow morning, Forecasters only giving a 40% go for liftoff from the Cape at 3.11 a.m. Eastern Time. State fish and wildlife agents are adding some new species to the no pets list starting today to keep them from becoming the next Burmese
3: python. If you own a brown tree snake, a pink starling, or a yellow anaconda, better get a permit.
6: That particular grandfathering permit will allow those individuals in current personal possession of those animals to keep the animal for its entire life.
3: Sarah Funk handles invasive species for FWC out of West Palm Beach. She says a new rule adds more than a dozen species to Florida's prohibited list, meaning they can only be owned for education and show purposes. Gordon Bird, News Radio 93.1, WFLA. Hundreds
2: of Southern Californians who took in the opening night showing of Avengers Endgame might have been exposed to measles. Uh oh. The Los Angeles Times reporting a woman who attended the midnight premiere of the Marvel blockbuster had contracted measles while she was overseas, and she was one of hundreds of people who attended the showing of a movie theater. Or rather, at a movie theater at, in Fullerton late last Thursday night and early Friday morning. WFLA news time is 6:36. Be listening just after the top of the hour for your next chance to make your wallet great again. When we announce the keyword of the hour, text it to 200-200, and you could win $1,000. <laughs>
1: Headlines right now, Alan had a story on measles, and here's another one. A Scientology cruise ship with 300 passengers under quarantine in the Caribbean because of measles. The 440-foot-long free-wind ship owned by the Church of Scientology in port in St. Lucia as we speak. One crew member with a confirmed case of the measles. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories. That we promise you, that we deliver, all morning here on Good Morning Orlando.
0: From News Radio 93.1, this is Good Morning Orlando.
1: Never ends with fired FBI Director James Comey. You know, his Trump derangement syndrome, I've always thought is in the terminal stages, you know, but it hasn't killed him yet. Um, Of course, the anti-Trump media was only too excited about putting in the paper, and we're talking about the New York Times here, a scathing new op-ed from Comey says, James Comey, how Trump co opts leaders like Bill Barr, how accomplished people lacking inner strength just cannot resist the compromises necessary to survive this president. Keep in mind, uh, Comey was fired for a host of legitimate reasons by the president, But he had, you know, been serving the president since inauguration day or thereabouts, and he would have kept right on going. There's no indication he was about to leave. Isn't that interesting? But I've never heard anything like this written about a president by any, by any supposedly uh, honorable public figure. Listen to some of what is in this op-ed. Accomplished people lacking inner strength cannot resist the compromises necessary to survive Mr. Trump. And that adds up to something that they will never recover from. Trump eats your soul in small bites. It starts with your sitting silent while he lies, both in public and private, making you complicit by your silence. In meetings with him, his assertions about what everyone thinks and what is obviously true, quote unquote, wash over you unchallenged, as they did at our private dinner on January 27th, 2017, because he's the president and he rarely stops talking. As a result, Mr. Trump pulls all those present into a silent circle of assent. I mean, he's painting the portrait of the devil here eating your soul in small bites, pulling everyone into a silent circle of assent. He goes on, speaking rapid fire with no spot for others to jump into the conversation. Mr. Trump makes everyone a co-conspirator to his preferred set of facts or delusions. I have felt it. This president building with his words a web of alternative reality and busily wrapping it all around us in the room, around all of us in the room, Another excerpt from the private circle of assent. It moves to public displays of personal fealty at places like cabinet meetings. While the entire world is watching, you do what everyone else around the table does. You talk about how amazing the leader is and what an honor it is to be associated with him. Next comes Mr. Trump attacking institutions and values you hold dear. Things you have always said must be protected and which you criticized past leaders for not supporting strongly enough. Yet you are silent because after all, What are you supposed to say? He is the President of the United States. You feel this happening. It bothers you, at least to some point, to some extent. But his outrageous conduct convinces you that you simply must stay to preserve and protect the people and institutions and values you hold dear. Along with Republican members of Congress, you tell yourself you are too important for this nation to lose, especially now. You can't say this out loud, maybe not even to your family, but in a time of emergency, Comey writes. With a nation led by a deeply unethical person, this will be your contribution, your personal sacrifice for America. You are smarter than Donald Trump, and you are playing a long game for your country so you can pull it off where lesser leaders have failed and gotten fired by tweet. Of course, to stay, you must be seen as on the team so you make further compromises. You use his language, praise his leadership, tout his commitment to values, and then you are lost. He has eaten your soul. In the New York Times, op-ed by Comey, meant to essentially um, insult and discredit Bill Barr, I think, by the timing of it here. But you know, there's, there's a lot of people who are still working for the president here and seem quite happily so and honored to be working for him. What's going on with Comey? We want to explore that with you here in a moment. I mean, I've heard criticism of a sitting president I've never had anyone portray any president in this light essentially you know calling him you know the spawn of satan that he can weave the spell around people and eat your soul in small bites We'll talk more in a moment what do you think 407-916-5400 and the text line 23680 We'll have an update on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic directly ahead. Stay tuned. Much to come. It's all in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Headlines now as we keep our eye on the turmoil in Venezuela. Second day of protests in Venezuela not leading to any changes in the country's leadership, at least not yet. Opposition leader Juan Guaido urging the country's military leaders to turn on President Nicolas Maduro. Uh, but that has not happened during yesterday's protest. Authorities fired water cannons and tear gas at demonstrators. Uh, we'll have one of our top reporters joining me live to talk about the situation in Venezuela. Uh, that will happen at 742, a little less than an hour from now. Hope you'll be with us. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories. We do it all morning for you And Good Morning
0: Orlando. Welcome to the 50,000-watt Front Forge. News Radio 93.1 WFLA.
1: Trump eats your soul in small bites. So writes fired FBI Director James Comey in a New York Times op-ed. Yaffe, do you suppose if somebody like Comey were to come to the New York Times or another anti-Trump media machine outlet with an op-ed in praise of this president's policies and leadership and the experience of working within the Trump White House, that it would have a chance in hell of actually getting in the paper or on the air.
9: No, probably not. Usually those end up in the Wall Street Journal, maybe. But maybe. not not in the New York Times now.
1: Maybe on Fox, Fox.com or Fox News.com. <laughs> so what about it? He eats your soul in small bites, <laughs> Jeffy. I just
9: I just find it interesting that the Democrats and well he's not a Democrat, but those who oppose Trump, they can't decide if Trump is just incompetent and out of touch, or if he's like an evil mastermind. They, they go from one to the other. One day, he's an evil mastermind that eats your soul. The next day, he's totally incompetent and should be thrown out of office because of the 25th Amendment.
1: So you listen to the excerpts, Melissa, and I, I can see the expression on your face. What are you thinking?
7: Well, first of all, there's absolutely no evidence that Comey has a soul just going kind to of put it out oh. there.
1: Oh, well, maybe well maybe it's been fully eaten mm. by Trump.
7: in small little bites. Maybe It uh, has been
1: hollowed out.
7: I don't know. I I enjoy his rhetoric. I think it'll be great from a prison newspaper.
1: <laughs> you know, it's interesting. And 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 we talked about this. This this was he, he puts Bill Barr in the rest of the the op-ed. Yeah, I hope we can get that on the website for people to take a look at.
9: Oh yeah. It's it's up on the website on your daily recap. Um wflaorlando.com keyword budman.
1: Because I didn't read the whole thing. You need to read the whole thing. But it, but he, he's talking about Bill Barr here that this has happened to Bill Barr, you know that he there's no way a guy like Bill Barr would possibly be saying the things he is saying in defense of the president uh, if he hadn't had his soul eaten by trump that That's essentially the case that he is making here. What are the textures saying?
9: All right, got a bunch of different texts on this. One person said he's a disgruntled former employee. can't wait to see him go to jail. Another person said we must own our minds to consider Comey
7: and others described Trump's mental state to prevent being deceived. I like this one. Comey, what garbage. Guess what? President Trump is president and Comey is unemployed. <sighs> yeah, and I like this top one. This is kind of what I was saying.
9: Democrats are trying to convince us that Trump is either a Bond villain or Ronald McDonald. That's what I'm trying to. They can't decide if he's <laughs> a Bond villain or if he's just a clown. <laughs> and it goes back and forth. That's what I'm
1: saying. You know, but you know, I believe me, believe me, I mean, there's no question that 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 Comey is bitter over his firing. And uh and and there's no question also, and it came up yesterday, that Barr may well be looking into him, you know, and his buddies within the FBI and others within the deep state that early on here were backing Hillary Clinton and doing what they could to destroy the candidacy and subsequently the presidency of one Donald Trump, and that, that Barr is headed in that direction. You know, so all of a sudden he, he, he makes the case in an op-ed that uh, Barr is another one captured in the sinister orbit of the president who is eating their soul in small bites, thus explaining behavior that would not have been theirs were it not for their proximity to the evil one, you
9: have to the do president evil lab, of the United man. States. You have to go,
1: <laughs> ah, <geez. laughs> Anyway, there we go. Um.
0: <laughs> WFLF Fine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3, Mount Dora, Orlando, and W226 BT, Orlando. News Radio 93.1, WFLA, and iHeart radio station. Good morning,
1: Orlando. Great to have you with us on a beautiful Thursday morning here at 7 o'clock as we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic for you. Here and now on News Radio 93.1 WFLA FM, AM540, and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Bud Hedinger.
2: And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour: the legislature votes to arm teachers
1: if school districts say it's okay. More in one minute. And we're talking about that, along with the Sanctuary Cities Bill still unresolved, and three new toll roads coming next on Good Morning Orlando.
2: Florida teachers are one step closer to being allowed to pack more than just books in their book bags.
1: By 65 to
4: 47 margin, the State House has passed the Senate's school safety and security bill, which includes allowing school districts to choose whether trained teachers can volunteer to carry guns into classrooms. Representative Chuck Brandon says it's about creating a last line of defense.
2: It allows the good guy to defend themselves and
0: our children. The bad guys will never know when the good guy is going to be there to shoot back. But
4: Representative Susan Valdez prefers funding campus security projects instead.
9: Our teachers did not go to school to be cops.
4: Other opponents fear classroom accidents. I'm Eric Rodriguez.
1: This is landmark legislation, um, and we're going to talk about it, and this will be signed into law by Governor DeSantis.
2: This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Attorney General William Barr is not expected to return to
4: Capitol Hill for more questioning by Congress today. The Attorney General was scheduled to follow up on a Senate hearing with a QA and a with the House Judiciary Committee, but the Justice Department has told Committee Chairman Gerald Nadler William Barr will be a no-show.
5: We may issue a subpoena, but the first... Our first priority is to get the unredacted Mueller uh, Mueller report.
4: Republicans in the Justice Department objected to the format of the planned House hearing. The panel voted to allow questions from lawmakers and committee lawyers. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News.
2: Accused Parkland school shooter Nicholas Cruz's public defenders want off his case. They say Cruz should hire a private lawyer with the more than $430,000 he may get from his late mother's life insurance policy. 1.1 million Florida drivers are on the road with a ticking time bomb right in front of them. May is airbag recall repair month. Defective airbags can explode, spraying shrapnel that can cause injury or death.
6: When exposed over time to heat and humidity, these recalled airbags can transform from life-saving devices into life-threatening devices. And that's why it's urgent that every driver in Florida check their vehicle to ensure that they uh, don't have an open recall. Chris Freeman
2: with Fiat Chrysler U.S. says get your car's VIN number and visit checktoprotect.org and you can find out immediately if your car's airbag has been recalled. All recall repairs are free. The National Hurricane Center watching a low-pressure system over the Bahamas. Little development is expected in the next few days as it moves in the general direction of Florida. Set to accept the nation's highest civilian honor, a golf legend will celebrate his most recent win at the White House. After coming away with his fifth green jacket. Waited for years.
0: Many doubted we'd ever see it, but here it is.
11: The return to glory. Tiger Woods will head to the White House, audio courtesy of CBS. Tiger is scheduled to meet next week with President Trump following his dramatic win at the Masters. Mr. Trump was, like many golf fans, tweeting during Tiger's comeback victory last month for his fifth career win at the Masters and first major victory since 2008. Tweeting again the next day that he will present him with the Presidential Medal of Freedom, that ceremony will be held later this year. Matt Napolitano, Fox
2: News. WFLA News time is 7.06 May is Military Appreciation Month. That story is online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at WFLAOrlando. The
0: second hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News, weather, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA.
1: Thanks, Alan. Alan Spector, my co-host here on Good Morning Orlando, the Budman Action Service with Mike Yaffe, our executive producer, and Melissa Fox, aka The Fox, also in the control room. And uh, we now have the option, although there are obstacles to it, for teachers to carry concealed guns in the classroom. We're going to be talking about that, and we'll want to get your take on it as well. The legislature has uh, has passed the budget. They have to wait three days before they can vote on it. But you may think things have wrapped up. They have not. They're still trying to work something out on sanctuary cities that we want. That the governor wants this legislation forcing local entities to cooperate with the feds when they're dealing with suspected illegal immigration, uh, illegal immigrants uh, within their their areas of jurisdiction. And then also, what's this about three major new toll roads in the pipeline? We'll sort it all out from Tallahassee. I have my eye on our lawmakers, and I'll tell you what I know coming right up.
2: We could have $1,000 in our pipeline for you as we try to make your wallet great again. You can win $1,000 in our texting contest just by listening for the keyword of the hour. We'll announce the next keyword in seconds. Text it to two hundred two hundred. If you're the winner, you'll get a notification call from area code 513 telling you you've won a grand. Listen all day long for the keyword to text to win $1000 and make your wallet great again. We're just 2 minutes away from an update of Orlando's news, weather and traffic on Good Morning Orlando. It's 7:08.
1: Headlining our hot talk topic of this half hour on the show, a bill to allow teachers to be armed in Florida classrooms, now headed to Governor Ron DeSantis for his signature, and he will sign it. Yesterday, the Florida House passed the measure that was approved by the state senate last week, and if the governor signs it, and indeed he will, trained teachers will be able to carry guns on campus if their school district's approved. Updates at least every 10 minutes here on Good Morning Orlando on the Top Story.
0: News, weather and traffic for the best audience in talk radio. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA.
1: But there's going to be a roadblock here because of the way the legislature was written. Uh, School districts have to opt in and a lot of very anti-gun, liberally, uh, you know, school boards populated by liberals Uh, are not going to allow this, okay? Uh, So we'll have to see how it all unfolds. We can tell you specifically, once again, that teachers who want to carry guns in districts, once the governor signs off on this, um, that choose to join the program, so you have the opt-in already, then the teachers would have to undergo 144 hours of police-style training, psychiatric evaluation, and drug screening. You know, uh, advocates for this? In the wake of the Parkland massacre, it was recommended by the Parkland Commission that this, that this option be out there. Uh, we have backed it um, uh, since day one. Last line of defense against, God forbid, another mass shooter. Nicholas Cruz, they determined with video, surveillance video, reloaded five times on the way to killing 17 people and wounding 17 more. There were openings there for a teacher with a gun to take him out. But there was no teacher with a gun. That's what this is all about. Uh, critics, you know, they say it, 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 it's unsafe, It more weapons into schools, places kids at risk. Uh, there are charges by, um, by minority lawmakers uh, that there'll be more violence against uh, black students because of inherent biases against them by teachers. Man, we have such a cynical view, don't we? In Tallahassee of our police you know with texting while driving bias against minorities and and in the classroom teachers are going to say you know I wouldn't I wouldn't take out a gun and and plug that white kid but I'll plug that black kid really really I mean come on can we get beyond that but at any rate um The bill has been strongly opposed by teachers' unions and school boards, etc. My question to you, and in the 8 o'clock hour, this will be in the form of a one-word texting poll, but I want to hear from you on the phone and long-form text responses to this question, because here's what it comes down to. Let's assume there is an opt-in by your school district for this, the arming of teachers. My question to you is, do you want your child's teacher carrying a concealed gun? How do you respond to that? 407-916-5400, toll-free 866-916-5400. And the toll-free, where standard message and data rate supply is always open to you at 23680. Let, let, let's get it right down to your family level. I mean, will you feel safer for your kids or less safe if your child's teacher is carrying a concealed gun? Do you want that for your child in your family? Kids' classrooms, teachers with concealed guns. Yes or no? And why? 407 916 text line 23680, where standard message and data rate supply. They're still trying to work out a sanctuary cities bill, uh, which we are supporting here, and which the governor has made a high priority. There's all kinds of demagoguing going on about this, and uh, you know, Im- pro-immigration groups, and uh, and those who support illegal immigration here, demonstrations, demonstrations, uh, uh, in the um, in in the halls of uh, of the legislature, and this has not yet been worked out. Uh, we will continue to follow it, and I can also tell you that it looks like now uh, we have both houses signing off on uh, creating a task force, ultimately to lead to three new toll roads in the state of Florida, the biggest expansion of Florida's highway system in 60 years. Um, and uh, here here's what. We're talking about long-term, if this gets done. Uh, construction starting by 2022, and these roads opening by the end of 2030. Uh, the Tampa area Suncoast Parkway, its now stretches about 60 miles from Hillsborough County to Citrus County, would extend northward all the way to the Georgia line. It would be a hurricane evacuation route, take some pressure off traffic on I-75. Another new toll road proposed would stretch about 150 miles. Uh, from uh, Polk County to Collier County and the Gulf Coast south of Fort Myers. And then there is a third toll road, um, and they're looking into this with a task force. They're going to start taking money out of the budget to do this uh, and to uh, set the stage for building these roads in the future. A proposed 30-mile extension of Florida's Turnpike from where it connects now to I-75 near Wildwood to the expanded Suncoast Parkway up the west coast of the peninsula to the Georgia Line. So that's what they're looking at there. We're keeping our eyes on the legislature. But let's go back uh, to the landmark legislation headed for the governor's signature, the option for teachers with training and a voluntary basis to carry concealed guns. Um, Again, let's assume where your kids go to school that the school board doesn't block it, okay? Do you want your child's teacher carrying a concealed gun in the classroom? Will you be in favor of that or not? Let's talk about it together, shall we? And we'll do that right after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic here in two minutes for you on News Radio 93.1 WFLA FM, AM 540, and the iHeartRadio app. This local business headline for you right now. The Orlando Magic have a new and unique video game partnership. Magic Gaming has announced that Full Sail University here in Orlando is now the team's exclusive partner in the eSports League for NBA 2K. The Magic say they're the only NBA team that has such a partnership. Full Sail has its own eSports arena, and the school and the team will work to bring more events to the area. Updates at least every 10 minutes on the top stories on Good Morning Orlando.
0: iHeartRadio is the easy to use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today.
1: So now we have, or will shortly with a signature of the governor, the option for teachers to be armed in the classroom if their local school district green lights it. Uh, I'm really glad to have a teacher on the line. Josh, thanks for waiting. Good morning from Orlando. What are your thoughts on this legislation, Josh?
6: Hey, good morning. I don't have a problem with the legislation because, like you said, it's going to be up to the counties to decide what to do. I personally, if given the option, even though I have you know 10 years in the military and I'm a school teacher, I don't plan on doing it because I have students right now who, if they found out that I had a gun, I there's a good chance they would actually plot to take it away from me one day, and that's what I fear. Wow, that's interesting. You know, we have something we have something like, As strong as I am, I'm sorry. and they've got time.
1: I'm sorry. I interrupted. Say that again. I talked over you. I don't want to do that. What did you just say the last line? About they're bigger than you are, what? stronger than you are? Is that what you said? Josh, don't go away. Uh, my question to you is, I think we have about 10 states in the union right now where teachers have the option. Can you hear me, Josh? I don't think he can hear me. What a shame. I think we got the essence of it, and, and that, that's what he fears. My point was going to be, Yaffe, we've looked into this, and we can't find any headlines where that has happened in these other
9: states. Yeah, I mean, that was, the bi- that was a big deal. It's been in other states for years and never heard of an incident. What's your thought on this? Um, I have no problem with it as long as the teacher wants to do it. You know, I don't. I don't want someone who's really uncomfortable with
7: doing it carrying a It's totally a gun. voluntary. Yeah, it's totally exactly. voluntary. And I don't have a problem
1: with it. Melissa, what about it? I know you're not a fan.
7: I'm not a fan, and I've got military experience as well. I just don't think the responsibility needs to be on the teachers. There's another way around it. It has to be.
1: What do you think when you realize that they have concluded the Parkland commission? That Nicholas Cruz reloaded five times. If you had a teacher with a gun, you could have taken him out and lives would have been it, saved. And now it's fish in a barrel guy. for the next, God forbid, mass shooter. That's what we're looking at here unless we have this choice.
7: Uh, you know, then you look at what just happened at the, the UCC campus up there. And there was a hero that took down the kid. He didn't have a gun. Yeah. He lost his life, but he saved a bunch of other people's lives. So I don't know. I'm, again, I'm on the fence. But I know um, we do have a caller who has some examples that I thought were kind of interesting.
1: I think you're talking about Leroy joining us from Winter Park. Go ahead, Leroy. Good morning.
8: Good morning. How you doing, bud? We're good. How are you, buddy? All right. Uh, this, is, uh, this is my point. Uh, remember, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had this student to put this teacher in this rafting and hole. Uh, so now, if that teacher had had a gun... What would his be response to that student? And last month we had a, a, a student that uh, snatched the
1: wig off the teacher's head. And when she caught up with the student, the other student
10: in the class jumped on the teacher. So if she had a gun, what would have been her response? Sounds
1: like you're making the same point. Josh was making uh, essentially that we have too many unruly kids in the classroom. And uh, yes, it, it would not end well. Is that what you're saying? Is that why you're opposed to this legislation? Yes, sir. <laughs> what about bias against black kids that was cited by some black lawmakers in Tallahassee? Well, that, you, know, uh, that, you know, we've got to get past that. <laughs> yeah, that's nice to hear you say that, because I certainly think we need to be. What do our texters say, uh, gang?
9: Yeah, one person says yes for teachers that volunteer for training to be armed to protect my 10 and 16-year-old. So that's someone with two kids right there saying yes
7: to this. Got another one that says, I'd rather them not carry, but it's their right and prerogative. I would rather people not be awful to each other as well. No matter the training, if a teacher uses a gun, there's probably going to be collateral damage. Alan?
2: Let's go to the phones, bud. Gary in Apopka, good morning.
6: Good morning. Great show, guys. Look, uh, I'd be absolutely for having a teacher armed if, if that's his option, and I'd feel safer if my kids were there protected by that. But, you know, we don't have to have all this training. And I understand there's 12 hours of diversity training. If you just have somebody with a concealed weapon permit, they have background checks, FBI checks, fingerprints on file. All you need is about eight hours of training for classroom setting and, and, you know, risk assessment and how to use it in that setting. You don't need to have 144 hours of training, which would save the taxpayers a lot of money. And if you have a concealed weapons permit, you should, by law, be allowed to carry that into the school anyway.
1: You know, 144 hours is a lot of training. I think cops get less than that, you know, it's to a use lot, a gun. Yes,
6: it's a lot more than cops, and it's a lot more expensive. Yeah. You know,
0: diversity training
6: and, and all I, that. And I, I got to tell you, know, you I that.
1: I think one reason that is in there is some kind of a compromise, because they know that there are fewer and fewer teachers. The more and more training is required, it will say, my God, I can't blow out that much time, you know. So you may have exactly. fewer teachers availing themselves of this, and I think that's probably uh, pressure from the anti-gun uh the uh, yeah. way of screening of out things.
6: people and, and limiting the number who go to that.
1: Yep, interesting points you all raise. Um, we'll see, Alan. I mean, uh, this is going to the uh, going to the governor. It's something that was recommended by the by the Parkland Commission on an opt-in basis with school boards, county by county, teachers on a voluntary basis to be trained. You know, and as we were saying before. Yeah. The Parkland massacre, the guy reloaded five times and had to stop shooting to do it, but there was nobody to take him down.
2: But like you, I think it'll be a minority of counties that go along with
1: this. I'd be surprised if you got 15 out of 67. We'll watch it very, very closely. Time for a news update right now with our co-host, Alan Spector. And uh, in the news, what is described as the biggest drug bust in Brevard County history.
2: That's right, Bud. Florida's governor and attorney general were on hand as Sheriff Wayne Ivey announced that more than 100 arrest warrants have been issued and his deputies are out rounding up those accused. Ivey pointing out some scary evidence.
10: If you've had a chance to come up to the table to my left, your right, each of you have seen the quantity of of narcotics over almost three pounds of fentanyl that is enough fentanyl to kill everyone in brevard county that's frightening
2: sheriff ivy says the accused drug dealers were motivated solely by greed preying on the addictions of others the news is brought to you by trusco bank florida's hometown bank president trump commenting on the venezuelan crisis Trump speaking on the Fox Business Network about Secretary of State Mike Pompeo's claims that disputed President Nicolas Maduro was preparing to leave Venezuela for Cuba, but was talked out of it by Russia.
8: If that's the case, it's not acceptable. You hear a lot of different rumors. You hear rumors that he was. You hear rumors that he was leaving a different way. I'm hearing rumors about Russia, and I'm hearing a lot about Cuba, and we'll... Do a very, very strong embargo and sanction on Cuba.
2: After a day of violence and political turmoil, Maduro and opposition leader Juan Guaido take to the airwaves. Maduro portraying events as a U.S.-backed military coup, insisting his opponent had already been defeated, while Guaido calls for Venezuelans to take to the streets
1: again. And we'll have a live report on the chaos in Venezuela in seven minutes, Alan.
2: An NFL owner will have to show up in a South Florida courtroom after all, as debate over evidence in his trial continues. A Florida judge Wednesday telling attorneys for New England Patriots
11: owner Robert Kraft that he is close to deciding on the fate of video allegedly showing the 77-year-old pay for and receive sexual services at the Orchids of Asia day spa in Jupiter back in January. Attorneys made closing arguments as to why the video should never see the light of day, but now a judge has set a hearing date for May 21st, ordering Kraft to appear. Kraft, who has pled not guilty to two counts of soliciting prostitution, has not been required to appear in court since being charged back in February. Despite his not-guilty plea, the Pats owner has publicly apologized for his actions. Matt Napolitano, Fox News.
2: Weather could be an issue if SpaceX tries to launch a cargo mission to the International Space Station tomorrow morning. Forecasters only giving a 40% go for liftoff at 3.11 a.m., from Cape Canaveral.
1: What's the problem? That little tropical system that's kind of kicking up in the Bahamas and sliding this way? Yeah, and that's not expected to really show
2: much development over the next few days, but it's heading toward Florida and is expected to dump a bunch of rain on the peninsula. We'll see. Elsewhere! (music) For Jeopardy! champion James Holzhauer, it's another night another win Wednesday night's win number 20 moving him into a tie for the second longest winning streak in regular play history on the show despite the impressiveness of it all the 34-year-old professional gambler from Las Vegas still has a long way to go before he has any hope of catching up with all-time Jeopardy champ Ken Jennings who won 74 games in a row but he's still racking up the money Holzhauer won 101,682 dollars on the latest episode bringing his 20-day total to $1,528,012. It's
1: like the whole country's watching. I mean, it's amazing what happens when you get a guy like this. Of course, we've never seen anybody who could rack up the winnings on a per-show basis on Jeopardy! like he does.
2: Yeah, and uh, actually, Alex Trebek was on Good Morning America yesterday talking about James and said uh, he never thought until now that Ken Jennings' record would ever be broken but he says James Holzhauer has no weaknesses.
1: Yeah, he is remarkable, and we'll see. And it's good to see Alex Trebek doing so well in his struggles against very serious cancer.
2: Yeah, he looked good. I, I watched that yeah, interview I on Good Morning too. America, and that was uh, that was great to see. And he plans to be back for the next season. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling James Holzhauer will be back for the next season as well. <laughs> he might
1: still be rolling.
2: Yeah. And uh, uh, two Jacksonville teens were enjoying senior skip day at the beach when they found themselves stranded in the ocean. Tyler Smith and Heather Brown, both 17 years old, are students at Christchurch Academy in Jacksonville, and they've been friends since fourth grade. They were swimming off Volano Beach near St. Augustine back on April 18th when they realized they might not make it back home. Uh, back to shore, rather. A week and tired from fighting the waves for two hours and two miles offshore, Tyler and Heather told Fox News they started praying to God and crying out for help. Just in time, they were rescued by Captain Eric Wagner and his crew. Wagner said the kids started to cry when he told them the
1: name of his boat. Which was? The Amen. you got to love that. Praying to the good Lord who sends the boat, Amen. Yep. Pretty good stuff, huh, Yaffe? Yeah, it's a great story. It really is, and it's a Florida story. And not a Florida story (laughs) for a change.
2: Yeah, and you can find it on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com. Just look for Elsewhere
9: with Alan Spector. See, God's in Florida, too. He didn't forget about Florida. God's here, too.
2: Well,
1: he's in the ocean anyway. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's here. He's here' it's lingering uh, offshore Alan, thank you very much. All the great elsewhere stories right on the website. uh Yaffe and Alan work together, and if you're looking for you know a little bit of a of a breather and an uplift in the course of the day, you can't do better than to connect with the elsewhere stories that Alan brings us every morning uh in a moment, the latest on the violence in Venezuela, where is all of this headed? Our top man on the job, reporter Bill Zimfer. Live with a Bud Man next here on Good Morning Orlando after we update Orlando's news weather and traffic, and that happens in only two minutes. So stick around on Good Morning Orlando. Presidential politics right now. President Trump is standing with firefighters, but he's slamming their union for throwing their support behind former Vice President Joe Biden. On Twitter, the president writing that he's done more for firefighters than the International Association of Firefighters, which he called a dues-sucking union. He also retweeted supportive messages from firefighters for him. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories. We do it here on Good Morning Orlando, just for you.
0: You're never more than 10 minutes away from the latest news, weather, and traffic. News Radio 93.1 WFLA. So what about the situation
1: in the South American nation of Venezuela, whose economy has been destroyed by socialism and under the leadership of their dictator, Nicolas Maduro? There were efforts... uh, uh, to throw him out and, uh, and to have our choice, uh, as the legitimate president down there, Juan Guaido, uh, assume power. Uh, it doesn't look to me like it's working out that way, but I don't know nearly as much as the next voice you're about to hear. And he's our news radio WFLA national correspondent, working the foreign desk, Bill Zimfer. Good morning to you, Bill. What do you know?
12: Well, but I think you're right on it here. It looks like Juan Guaido is not going to be able to oust Nicolas Maduro anytime soon. It's kind of like the old days when you'd get in the ring with Mike Tyson, right? If you made it through the first two rounds, you might stand a chance. And apparently that's what Maduro has done. We've had two days of mass protests here. Yesterday was uh, something Guaido wanted to call the largest assembly ever in Venezuela. Didn't amount to that, although there were large crowds. There were clashes Again, between protesters and security forces, but Maduro remains in power. And Guaido actually admitted that he probably did not have the support of the military needed to oust Nicolas Maduro. And it now appears he might be changing strategy a bit, calling for a strike by public employees today and uh, hoping this will evolve into a general strike in Venezuela to put more pressure on the government. Now, on the other side, It looks like Maduro might be changing his strategy as well. He has called for two days of what he called great uh, national dialogue, action, and proposals. He said Saturday and Sunday he will listen to ideas, meet with people, and adopt a plan to change, improve, and correct mistakes in Venezuela. Will this be enough? Probably not, because Nicolas Maduro is still seen as an illegitimate president and leader of the government by more than 50 Western nations, including the United States.
1: Where does this leave uh, the United States? I mean, all of a sudden feels this morning as though, you know, I mean, we obviously knew what they were going to be doing here. And there's, you know, we're among like 55 nations backing Juan Guaido. It all of a sudden looks like we're backing a losing horse.
12: Yeah, uh, although uh, there is said to be some increasing sentiment in Venezuela, including reportedly among administration government officials, high-ranking government officials, that the future of Venezuela does not include Nicolas Maduro for this reason. As long as he is there, the United States and other Western powers are going to put the economic clamps on Venezuela, making it impossible for them to emerge from their economic doldrums. And uh, this is beginning to sink in to some uh, government officials. So is it possible that at some point there could be some type of negotiated change in power in Venezuela? That's always a possibility.
1: Very interesting, though. Of course, we have the bad actors uh, on hand down yep. there, the Russians big time and the Cubans would maybe They say more than 20,000, you know, of their uh, military people down there. The president's been threatening an embargo against Cuba if they don't get out of Venezuela. In closing, any thoughts on that dimension to this mess in Venezuela? And you're right. It adds to
12: this. uh, It is a whole different angle on it because Russia, China, want to see Nicolas Maduro remain in power here. The United States, on the other hand, is dusting off the Monroe Doctrine which says that any attempt by a European power to oppress or control any nation in the Western Hemisphere would be viewed as a hostile act against the United States. So uh, that's why Mike Pompeo is still saying that military op- action mm-hmm. remains an option. This is a whole other angle on this situation that really uh, makes it more complicated.
1: Really appreciate you sorting out a very complex story for everyone who is listening this morning. Uh, joining us live, our news radio WFLA national correspondent on the foreign desk today, Bill Zimfer. Thank you so much for the Venezuelan update, my friend. You're welcome, bud. Okay, good deal. Coming up, stay tuned. You don't want to miss Rush. He is red hot these days with his morning update. But first of all... Updating this local headline, for those of you just joining us, a man is hospitalized in critical condition after a deputy-involved shooting in Orange County. 49-year-old Eric Schmidt of Apopka shot early yesterday on Majestic Oak Drive in Sweetwater Country Club when uh, deputies say he pointed a gun at them. Four deputies opened fire. The deputies were at the home to respond to a complaint about drinking and loud music. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories here on Good Morning Orlando.
0: Use your smart speaker. Tell Alexa to play News Radio 93.1 from iHeartRadio.
1: We always tell you you can get us on uh, 93.1 FM in the metro Orlando area, all across the peninsula, of course, forever on AM 540 and a crystal clear signal anywhere you are through the iHeartRadio app. And that's how Russell is picking us up in Jacksonville right now reacting to the new law Florida will have, giving teachers the option on a voluntary basis with training to have a concealed gun in the classroom. Russell, good morning, and welcome to Good Morning Orlando. Hey, bud.
6: Doing good up here in the far north. Good. (laughs) um, When I was stationed in Augusta, Georgia, my kids went to a uh, public high school, Columbia County, Lakeside High. A deputy sheriff named Duke, was his beat was the high school. He parked his uh, sheriff's car right at the front door. He was there eight to four, uh, five days a week. And whenever I went there, always shook his hand. We have fully trained people that work for the county. The schools are paid for the county. It's the same pot of money. They could start tomorrow. So what you're talking about
1: is here, you do not prefer having teachers uh, armed in the classroom. Uh, You'd like to see... (laughs) You don't like fully the, trained, yeah? Okay, so, I understand that. But I, what, what if that one person isn't where the shooter is? You know, that's been a problem before.
6: I think a deputy sheriff's car parked right. at the front door all day is a great deterrent.
1: Okay, fair enough, Russell. I understand you're a Colonial High graduate, right? Yes, sir.
6: In 1976,
8: a few well, years ago.
1: Great to have you with us on the 50,000 watt front porch. Long form textures. Uh, On this issue of arming uh, teachers in a classroom, that's going to be signed into law by the governor.
9: Yeah, one person says, as long as there is common knowledge that these schools are no longer gun-free zones, thugs and lowlives will seek other targets. That's
1: an interesting uh, take on that.
7: Yeah, Just the fact that this is law now and the schools accepting it would be a deterrent. Another teacher says, all our problems in society and school today begin in the home where parental control, guidance, and responsibility is absent. There will always be misfits, some dangerous than others in our neighborhood. Wake up, parents, and do your job. Yeah,
1: and wish they would, but a lot of them won't. Um, all Um. right, listen, our one-word texting poll, we're getting into it big time already. The lines are on fire. Here it is, and we'll, we'll, we'll get into this, and we'll give you the results at the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, do you want your child's teacher? Carrying a concealed gun. You can vote yes or no. Text either the word yes or the word no to 23680. The one-word texting poll on the hot topic of the morning. That's where we begin right after we get the news from Alan Spector, who is ready to go.
2: Yeah, bud, and we'll top it off with more of the teacher gun bill debate. And SeaWorld has to give back some money. We'll bring you those stories and others along with traffic and weather together in just two minutes. It's 8 o'clock on Good Morning Orlando.
0: WFLF Fine Hills, Orlando. WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando. And W226BT, Orlando. News Radio 93.1 WFLA. And iHeart Radio Station.
1: Good morning Orlando. Top of the morning to you here on a Thursday morning at 8 o'clock as we update one more time Orlando's news, weather and traffic on News Radio 93.1 WFLA FM, AM 540 and that iHeartRadio app. I'm Bud Hedinger
2: And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour, the teacher gun bill clears the legislature. Details in one minute.
1: Do you want your child's teacher carrying a concealed gun? It's our one word texting contest next on Good Morning Orlando.
2: After passage by the Florida House, legislation that gives school districts the power to allow trained teachers to volunteer to carry guns into classrooms is headed for the governor's desk. Republican Byron Donald's noting there's not time to wait when an attacker targets a school.
1: Are men and women in law enforcement? I wish to God they could be there in 25 seconds, but in reality, it's probably three to four minutes.
2: Democrat Anna Escamani believes teachers should just teach.
3: Teachers are already heroes, um, but putting this... This additional requirement on their plate is a step too far.
2: But the House joined the Senate in passing the bill, implementing recommendations by the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas Public Safety Commission.
1: Hot topic this morning. Great job setting the uh, table, Alan, for our one-word texting poll here. Do you want your child's teacher carrying a concealed gun? Vote yes or no. Text the word yes or the word no to 23680. More coming up.
2: This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Attorney General Bill Barr will likely not appear before a scheduled House Judiciary Committee hearing today after raising objections to proposed changes in the hearing's format that follows yesterday's Senate Judiciary Committee hearing that exposed some tension between Barr and the
4: special counsel. Barr told senators that he called Robert Mueller after he received a letter from the special counsel in which Mueller claimed that Barr's summary of his report did not fully capture the context, nature, and substance of his conclusions.
5: I said, Bob, what's with the letter? You know, why don't you just pick up the phone and call me if there's an issue? And... Uh, He uh, said that they were concerned about the way the media was playing this.
4: Mueller's letter memorialized his objections, and now senators from both sides want to hear testimony from him to hear his side. At the White House, John Decker, Fox News.
1: Hot topic for us in our 6 o'clock hour this morning, the uh, hearings in the Senate, very contentious with Barr yesterday.
4: More
2: than 130,000 SeaWorld annual pass holders in Florida and elsewhere are entitled to refunds. That after the settlement of a class action lawsuit, the claimed SeaWorld renewed those passes and charged customers without their knowledge. A low fare carrier is announcing new flights out of Orlando International Airport, Frontier Airlines adding four new destinations, Hartford, Connecticut, Dallas-Fort Worth, Houston, and Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic. The National Safety Council is designating May as Airbag Recall Repair Month. Chris Freeman is with Fiat
6: Chrysler U.S. There are 37 million vehicles across the United States from 19 automakers that contain at least one recalled airbag. This is the largest, most complex automotive recall in U.S. history. In the state of Florida, there are 1.1 million that still haven't been repaired.
2: Defective airbags can rupture, spraying metal fragments that can cause injury or death. An Orlando woman was killed by an exploding airbag five years ago. A low-pressure system over the Bahamas is expected to head in the general direction of Florida but the National Hurricane Center says little development of the area of showers and thunderstorms is expected over the next few days. However, you can expect a lot of rain in the next few days. WFLA news time is 8.07. An airline traveler tells the TSA that his bag of moose droppings was a gift for politicians. That story is online at WFLAOrlando.com. Join us on Facebook and Twitter at WFLAOrlando.com. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now.
0: Use your smart speaker. Tell Google Home to play News Radio 93.1 WFLA.
1: Good morning, Orlando. The Thursday edition. One more hour to go, but heading around Inspector, Mike Yaffe, and Melissa Fox. And uh, since you set the table for the story about the landmark legislation that now will allow um, the option of teachers becoming armed in the classroom, how about teeing up that texting poll? Our one-word texting poll, bud... Do you want
2: your child's teacher carrying a concealed gun? Vote simply yes or no. Text the word yes or text the word no to 23680. That's yes or no to 23680. Do you want your child's teacher carrying a concealed gun?
1: Text lines always open, and it's a good thing because, man, I'll tell you, the votes are pouring in. Long-form calls and uh, text messages welcome on this controversial piece of legislation that we have supported from this microphone for a long time. Uh, all of this after we try to give away a little money, right, Alan? Yeah, and there's some texting involved in this as well, bud.
2: As we attempt to make your wallet great again, you can win $1,000 in this contest. Just listen for the keyword of the hour about to be announced. Text the keyword to 200-200-200. If you're the winner, you'll get a notification call from area code 513 telling you you've won $1,000. Listen all day long for the keyword text to win and make your wallet great again. And we're just two minutes away now from an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic, 809 on Good Morning Orlando.
1: Headline from a national story we've been following for you, a Chinese family involved in the college admission cheating scandal reportedly paid millions to get their daughter into Stanford. The L.A. Times reporting the girl was admitted after her family paid, are you ready, six and a half million dollars to a Newport Beach businessman to get their kid into the university. The businessman has pleaded guilty, but the family has not been charged. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories on Good Morning Orlando.
0: From News Radio 93.1, this is Good Morning Orlando with Bud Hedinger, Alan Spector, Michael Yaffe, and Melissa Fox.
1: And good morning Orlando. We're glad you're with us. I mean, there was just endless opposition everywhere you look to arming teachers in the classroom as a last line of defense to cut down, God forbid, the next mass shooter. Here, it was recommended that we have that option by the Parkland School Commission. Uh, We have advocated this. I mean, it's not, it's, it isn't anything we feel very good about, but we're trying to be pragmatic here. and We're trying to save lives in a worst case scenario. But you get the impression that we are kind of like the lone rangers here on the 50,000-watt front porch, advocating this option that is now going to be, once we get the signature from Governor DeSantis. But apparently, Yaffe, as the one-word texting poll indicates, we are not alone. The question, do you want your child's teacher carrying a concealed gun? The text line open, vote yes or no. Text the word yes or the word no to 23680. Now, what about the returns ongoing?
9: Well, Bud, you are exactly right. We are definitely not alone in our thinking on this. We have 119 yeses to 11 no's.
1: Wow. Boy, that raises the question, Alan, because you and I have discussed this, and, and we're of like mind that we believe school boards who have the trump card on this, uh, uh, the way the legislation was written, they have to opt in. They have to say, yes, we will allow teachers on a voluntary basis to get the training and become armed, uh, But but that most of them are not going to opt in here, and this is going to be a roadblock, and people are not going to get what the texting poll indicates they want for the safety of their kids.
2: There are a lot of trepidations uh, about uh, putting weapons on a school campus, and, you know, we had an example this week over in the Gulf Coast in Pasco County where a sheriff's deputy at a middle school, his gun went off in his holster. Now, fortunately, Nobody was hurt. Yeah, I think he was in the
1: cafeteria but or something. But here you have right?
2: someone, a trained professional, mm-hmm. with a gun, mm-hmm. in a school, and the thing goes off.
1: Yeah, interesting. So that, you know, that scares people. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, so, but again, I, you're going to have to deal with your own school boards here because most of them are populated by liberals, and most liberals are anti-gun. And a lot of these school boards have already said You know, no, they are not going to allow teachers to be armed within the schools under their jurisdiction. And yet you've got this outpouring here on Good Morning Orlando on the text line. What about it, gang? Any more further thoughts? Melissa, I know you're not a fan of this legislation.
7: I'm not. um, We actually are broadcasting live right now on our Facebook live feed, a video going with a poll and everything and one of our viewers is Chad he's a third grade uh, elementary school teacher he says on our video that he will not be carrying a weapon He doesn't want to do it Mm -hmm. and there's 11 other people. Well again no one's going to make him do it either. No and that's the thing there's 11 other people represented in our poll at the moment that say no a couple more are coming in as well but again. So few and far between these incidents are, I know there's bad actors everywhere, but when you look at how many public schools there are out there and how many incidents there have been, it's a very small number.
1: So what do we do to decide every once in a while we're going to lose 10 or 15 kids and teachers? I don't know. You know? Now, I know a lot of the critics, and we had them on the phone in the earlier in the show, you know, are saying, you know, with so many unruly kids, uh, Alan... Uh, that you're going to have a situation here where teachers get overpowered. If if the, if the if the some students like this, and we have too many of them in our public schools, we know that, uh, just decide that, that this teacher, we think, has the concealed weapon, because it's supposed to be a secret, you know, and they go overpower them and they take down the gun, take down the teacher or anybody else they want. And people have a fear of that, even though in the 10 or so other states where they've had teachers armed for years we can't find a single story where the worst happened
2: but that's where these questions are going to come up if this comes before local school boards these questions are going to be raised uh like the one you just mentioned about a teacher possibly being overpowered by a student uh by how are these guns going to be secured in the classroom so they can't be accessed by the wrong people and uh, also um uh i was going to bring up one other point oh uh you know, do you inform parents as to which teachers are armed?
1: Do you inform parents? That's interesting because in the classroom it's supposed to be a secret. Right. That's an interesting dimension, too. Um, for folks who were just joining us, tee up the poll, will you?
2: Our one-word texting poll. Do you want your child's teacher carrying a concealed gun? Vote yes or no. Text the word yes or the word no to 23680. Again, yes or no to 23680. Do you want your child's teacher carrying a concealed gun.
1: We want calls on this, and Eric, you'll be first in just a moment, but join him at 407-916-5400 or on the toll-free at 866-916-5400. Long-form texters, too, will share your message uh, if you're if you're just not wanting to participate in the poll. Um, so that is coming up as well at 23680. The um, The poll is still open. Do you want your child's teacher carrying a concealed gun You can text the word yes or the word no to 23680. We roll on with an update on Orlando's news, weather and traffic here in only two minutes. Stick around on Good Morning Orlando. Headlines now, it's measles on the high seas. A Scientology cruise ship with 300 passengers on board under quarantine in the Caribbean because of measles. The 440-foot-long free wind ship owned by the Church of Scientology In port in St. Lucia, one crew member with a confirmed case of measles. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories. We do it all morning for you on Good Morning Orlando.
0: iHeartRadio is the easy to use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today.
1: In a moment, we're going to give you the running totals on our one word texting poll. Do you want your child's teacher carrying a concealed gun? On the phones, on this legislation we've been talking about, headed for the governor's signature, Eric joining us from Melbourne Beach. Good morning, Eric.
8: Good morning, bud. Easy solution. Get your your kids out of the indoctrination mills. That's what they are.
1: Yeah, well, we're not going to shut down the public school. We're not going to shut... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We're not going to shut down the public schools as much as you might like to. So let's get real and let's get productive with this call, all right?
8: They have the freedom of choice if they want to carry do it but you see who runs the schools the school boards the unions the teacher unions it's not about the kids safety it's about power this Look is the problem I, this Former is why
1: union and you're right there eric that and and, and alan and i uh, have talked about this and yaffe and and melissa as well and we think most of the uh, of the counties here um their their school districts their school boards are not going to green light this landmark legislation but we're We're looking at it from a very personal uh, side now on the one-word texting poll. Do you want your child's teacher carrying a concealed gun? How's the voting going, guys?
9: Yes, we have 176 yeses to 21 noes. Wow. How about that? Not surprised.
1: How about some long-form textures? Have we got them?
9: Uh, Yeah, we have one texter who keeps bringing up the point that maybe we should discuss perimeter protection instead of arming teachers, but wonders why that isn't discussed more and thinks
7: maybe it's because of money. And it's not money. That Guardian program money was afforded. It was put out there and there was hardly any of it used. Right after the Parklands.
1: Well, they did mandate that there be at least one, you know, resource officer with a gun in every school. And I guess they've finally gotten that done, you know. But the point is, and we've seen this with some of these school massacres, you've got an armed officer at the wrong end of the school when this happens. And all of this unfolds, you know, with lightning speed uh, with one of these mass killers. And in two or three minutes, it's over. And if you're depending on one guy with one gun on a big school campus, I think it's a folly to think that that is going to prevent a massacre. That's why your last line of defense is concealed guns, in the hands of teachers and classrooms ready to cut a guy
7: down. One of our texters just brought up something that has been going on with police. We have the suicide by police action that's going on. A lot of our kids are very troubled. This texter said, what about the flip side? I'm very concerned about suicide by teacher by today's troubled youth.
1: Again, we point to the ten or more states where teachers can be armed. We can't find a single story where all of these things that get fear-mongered here in Florida, all the reasons why this is dangerous in the classroom, where, where that has ever actually happened.
2: Let's go to the phones, Bud. Howard in DeBerry, good morning. And what are good your good thoughts? Morning. What are your thoughts on arming teachers?
7: Yeah,
8: I had another option, and that is just to put HD cameras in every room with a monitor that the students can see themselves. I mean, even if the camera is only connected to the, the view monitor, their attitudes and actions will change. That's because I worked for a Sprint store that had thefts, and so we put dummy webcams in the corners that weren't actually connected to anything. The thefts stopped, and some employees actually quit. Well, so if these students think somebody's watching, somebody's recording, their actions are big time going to change.
2: Well, these these attacks don't always come from someone who's in already in a classroom.
8: Right. I, I was thinking that because somebody was talking about uh, some an action that happened in Florida. Somebody, some student pulled a wig off of off of a teacher, and another student jumped on him. Yeah. So. You well, know, webcams in the classroom is really going to change a lot of things. Uh, even if they're even if they're they're just dummy cams. Yeah, I'm not,
2: I'm not sure what uh, effect it'll have on some of these mass shooters, uh, some of whom have proven to be suicidal to begin with.
1: Yeah, if you're talking right. about, if you're talking about avoiding the situation or deterring the situation where an unruly kid grabs a gun from a teacher, you may be right. But that's for somebody that's like that's Nicholas Cruz coming in from the outside, unless those cameras shoot back, they're of no help whatsoever. The one-word texting poll line still open. We'll keep on taking your votes. Uh, do you want your child's teacher carrying a concealed gun? Vote yes or no. Text the word yes or the word no now to 23680. Coming up on the bottom of the hour, a little news update for us, Alan.
2: Yeah, a huge drug bust on the Space Coast and in our Elsewhere segment, uh, New Directions to Sesame Street. Those stories and others, along with traffic and weather together in just two minutes, Day twenty nine on Good Morning Orlando.
1: Good morning, Orlando. Charging toward the 9 o'clock hour, Alan Spector, my co-host, to get you all up to date, especially if you're just joining us on a frightening story from the Space Coast.
2: As Florida's governor and attorney general looked on, Brevard County Sheriff Wayne Ivey announced details of his department's biggest drug bust ever, and that includes the issuance of more than 100 arrest warrants.
10: I will tell you that these individuals are motivated by one thing, and that is greed. When you look at what they've done, buying toys, all sorts of different automobiles and guns and different, different types of toys that they entertain themselves with, they simply preyed on the addictions of others.
2: Sheriff Ivey says his deputies confiscated enough fentanyl to kill everyone in Brevard County. This news is brought to you by TrustCo Bank, Florida's hometown bank. The Venezuelan crisis continues to ramp up as opposition leader Juan Guaido calls for escalated strikes to force disputed President Nicolas Maduro out of power. Senator Rick Scott is demanding U.S. military intervention. Scott telling Fox News at night about a recent heartbreaking visit he made to Venezuela. I talked
4: to school children that they had to cross a river. Uh, That day the water was up to their chest. And, you know, these little girls, they're walking by themselves a couple hours to get over there because there's a school they get to go to and they get food. Went to a food kitchen where USAID pays for 5,000 meals. It's the only meal.
2: Russia, Cuba, and China are among the countries supporting the Maduro regime. Here in Florida, fish and wildlife agents are adding some new species to the banned pets list starting today. To keep them from becoming the next Burmese python.
3: If you own a brown tree snake, a pink starling, or a yellow anaconda, better get a permit. That
6: particular grandfathering permit will allow those individuals in current personal possession of those animals to keep the animal for its entire life.
3: Sarah Funk handles invasive species for FWC out of West Palm Beach. She says a new rule adds more than a dozen species to Florida's prohibited list, meaning they can only be owned for education and show purposes. Gordon Bird,
1: News Radio ninety three point one WFLA. Appreciate that report. I'm going to go home and hide my pink starling right after the show. That's easy for you to say. <laughs> the weather might not cooperate with SpaceX's
2: plans to launch a cargo mission to the space station tomorrow morning. Forecasters only giving a forty percent go for liftoff from the Cape at three eleven a.m. And elsewhere.
7: Against against
6: Sesame Sesame Street. Street.
2: Broadway. Ah, the dulcet tones of New York City Mayor Bill De Blasio singing along with the cast of Sesame Street. <laughs> what, are they all drunk? <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. New York City now has a road named after Sesame Street to honor the iconic show's 50th anniversary. De Blasio and Big Bird were among those on hand on the. Upper West Side, where they renamed West 63rd by Broadway, Sesame Street. Cool. And that's a permanent name
1: change. How about that?
2: Yeah. For a limited time, Burger King is offering real meals. Obviously a counter to Happy Meals offered by McDonald's oh. because Burger King says nobody is happy all the time. <laughs> As the uh, two burger joints continue their decades-old battle for America's favorite fast food restaurant, Burger Kings in Austin, Miami, Seattle, Los Angeles, and New York City are offering real meals, including a pissed meal, blue meal, (laughs) salty meal, yes meal, that's Y-A-A-A-S, which is uh, an internet term for, oh boy. And uh, the uh, the ever-popular DGAF meal. The uh, new menu options are starting today and are part of a partnership with Mental Health America for Mental Health Awareness Month.
1: Guess when you're number two, you try harder, right? Much harder.
2: (laughs) And finally, a very cute animal rescue story out of Northern California. Uh, A sea lion, uh, which appeared to be about one year old, was apparently searching for the Pacific Ocean when he got lost and wound up on a highway near San Francisco.
1: Well, that Pacific Ocean could be hard to find, you know.
2: Well, sea lion, I mean, <laughs> you would a think. sea lion on a highway. Now, <laughs> California Highway Patrol Officer Roger Pereira had his doubts when he got the report of a sea lion lost on Highway 101. But sure enough, when he showed up, there was the mammal surrounded by several motorists who had stopped to protect it from passing cars. I thought right. you were going to
7: say they stopped to take selfies, cause you know? <laughs> they would out I'm there. I'm
2: sure that happened as well, Melissa. Now, Officer Pereira said the sea lion willingly hopped into the back of his patrol car and was very well behaved, almost as if it wanted to be rescued. The sea lion was taken to a local humane society until a volunteer from the nearby Marine Mammal Center arrived. Now, if you like videos that make you go aw, yeah, check out the video of this adorable little sea lion on the Good Morning Orlando page at wflaorlando.com. Look for Elsewhere with Alan Specter.
1: Somebody give him a map to the Pacific Ocean and let him go. I mean, is that what happened? It's right over there. Well, they were <laughs> as of
2: yesterday. They were still checking him out at the Marine Mammal Center to make sure he was okay. Good story. Yeah, but you you got to see this this sea lion. I mean, it's like. What we oh. want to do
1: is connect to all of your Elsewhere stories because they give everybody a lift. How do we do that?
2: Uh, go to the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com and look for Elsewhere with me, Alan Spector.
1: Good good stuff, buddy. Appreciate that. Yaffe and Melissa have been working furiously to keep up with the voting on the one-word texting poll. The question, do you want your child's teacher carrying a concealed gun? Vote yes or no. Text the word yes or the word no to 23680 a lot of folks been doing exactly that. How are the returns right now?
9: Yes, we have 191 yeses to 22 noes.
1: Very interesting. There we go. That's going to be signed into law, that option for teachers, but it's going to be um, as by the governor, but it's going to be blocked. We predict by far more uh, school districts than green lighted and, and, and we'll see that which obviously flies in the face of what the public will expressed here on Good Morning Orlando in our unscientific poll uh, would suggest needs to be done. But anyway, we appreciate that. That is still open. Oh, we have our, our daily sound judgment game coming right up here. Not only do we have four fabulous tickets to the upcoming Monster Jam at Camping World Stadium, but an incredible piece of Monster Jam Memorabilia. I mean, this thing is amazing, and Melissa will tell you all about it in a moment. But we're doubling up on the prize right now Sound Judgment. This is great family entertainment. Take the kids, the grandkids. You're going on us a a ticket. uh, Well, one ticket, two, three, four. We have four tickets available to the upcoming. Uh, Monster Jam, which is the weekend after this at Camping World Stadium. If you haven't played and won the game in a month, you're eligible. Get on the line right now at 407-916-5400. 407-916-5400. Or grab that toll-free while it's open at 866-916-5400. Sound judgment just ahead after we update Orlando's news, weather and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Headlines now, keeping track of our Florida State Legislature in its closing week of the session. A bill that one critic calls the most hateful legislation ever, but we support is a step closer to becoming law in Florida. We are talking about a sanctuary cities bill. Uh, it has passed the House. that now goes to the Senate to try to get things reconciled, and this is backed heavily, not only by us, but by Governor DeSantis. And there is a task force that has been green-lighted um, to lay the groundwork for three new major toll roads in Florida, uh, most of them to the northwest and the southwest of where we are in Orlando. Updates at least every 10 minutes of the top stories all morning. And good morning, Orlando. News,
0: weather, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando with Bud Henninger, Alan Spector, Michael Yaffe, and Melissa Fox on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Ready to go with the Daily Sound Judgment game. I have the question
1: and the sound cut coming up that you'll need to uh, respond to. But, Melissa, let's talk about not one but two terrific prizes. Oh,
7: this is so neat. First of all, if you win Sound Judgment today, you get a four-pack of tickets for the Saturday presentation of the Monster Jam World Finals. They're at Camping World Stadium next weekend, May 10th and 11th. Now, Saturday, before the start of the freestyle, they're going to have eight trucks take to the air. It's a gravity-defying high jump competition with monster trucks unbelievable ridiculous now if you want tickets and also if you want to register what you need to do is go to our website wflaorlando.com slash monster jam register melissa what are you talking about i am talking about this big piece of a monster truck that was crashed it is from son of the grave digger you just go there as many times as you want WFLAOrlando.com slash Monster and register to win it. It's going to be autographed as well. It's a piece of monster truck memorabilia, like you said, that will be crazy for your man cave. That's just part of this whole deal. It's, it's,
2: it's scary, too.
7: It is scary.
2: Uh, Melissa walked up to me and had a picture of it on her cell phone. And uh, just, uh, you know, it jolted me right out of my chair when I saw it. It's outside
1: the boss's <laughs> office, isn't yes, it, as yes. we speak? And I don't know if this, I'm going to take a look or not.
2: This will be part of my HR report on Melissa, going back <laughs> yes, to the hugging yes. incident of yesterday. Yes, but
1: if you we wanna, talked about that. you want
7: to see a picture of the actual uh, skull that is coming from the son of Digger, you just go to our Facebook page page at WFLA Orlando and win these tickets somebody will ya?
1: right, Yaffe's looking at his watch. He's the executive producer. Is it about time we play the game and stop talking? (laughs) People want to win bud. (laughs) Yeah they sure do and we got great prizes. If you're trying to get in a wrong answer we'll open a line at 407-916- 50400. Here we go. Today's sound judgment game spotlights an entertainment superstar, movie star and pro wrestler Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Today happens to be The Rock's birthday so listen to the rock and one of his pro wrestling rants against an opponent then use your sound judgment to tell me how many candles will be on the rocks cake today
0: in the rock no quitting me my friend no 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 way the rock said this you go ahead and take out the rock's ribs fine take off one of the rocks arms he'll fight you with the other arm you take off one of the rocks legs the rock will hobble and hobble and hobble and keep hobbling and work the monkey ass with the other leg."
1: Spectre's
2: coming out of his seat over there. You love
1: The Rock. I,
2: he's my all-time favorite.
1: <laughs> we did it just for you, but actually we did it for you who are on the 50,000-watt front porch. It's The Rock's birthday. How old is he today? Line one, go ahead, line one.
5: 36.
1: No, he's older than that. Open line, grab it for the two big prizes. 407-916-5400. Line two, how old is The Rock
0: 48.
1: No, but you're a lot closer than our first caller. Another open line. Grab it at 407-916-5400. Line three. Give me the Rock's age. It's his birthday.
8: 47. Say it again. 47.
1: 47. Absolutely right. Born May second, 1972. You're going to Monster Jam on a four-ticket pack. And we talked also about that amazing piece of... uh, Monster Jam Memorabilia. I hope you're excited. Uh, Great to have you with us, and congratulations on winning the game. Thank you. What's your name? Carl Smith.
2: Uh, You know what, Bud? Really, if you wanted to do it rock style, Mm -hmm. you would have asked him his name, and then you would, as soon as he started talking, you say,
0: it doesn't matter what your name is. (laughs) Rock's (laughs) famous line.
1: Give me your first name again. Carl. C-A-R-L.
4: It
2: doesn't matter what your name
1: is. All right, where are you from, Carl? He's lost. Spector's I mean, out I'm of control. Uh, Ignore him, Carl. Ignore uh, Spectre. He's just a mess right now. Uh, where, where's your hometown?
8: i homestead, but I'm living in Winter Park to work at OIA.
1: Oh, wonderful. What do you do out at the airport?
8: I'm a senior inspector of the expansion of Project Concourse C uh, South Terminal.
5: Wow.
1: How about that? Maybe it does matter what your name is. I think it maybe does. That's big-time stuff. Carl, thank you for being a part of our show. Thanks for listening, and uh, congratulations on winning. Thanks, sir. All right, don't go away. I'll put you on hold, and uh, we'll make the arrangements there. And happy birthday to The Rock. He really is your all-time favorite, isn't he? Yeah. I love the WWE. Oh, I know you do. If
9: you smell
2: what The Rock is cooking.
1: Okay, boys, are we we done here? Can we move on? (laughs) Sure. <laughs> Still totaling votes on the one-word texting poll. Do you want your child's teacher carrying a concealed gun in the classroom? Vote yes or no. Text the word yes or the word no to 23680. Results coming up and more after we update Orlando's news, weather and traffic a final time here in two minutes on News Radio 93.1, WFLA-FM, AM 540, and the iHeartRadio app. Headlines for you right now. A teenage Guatemalan immigrant in federal custody now dead in Texas. The 16-year-old was under the supervision of the Office of Refugee Resettlement. Within days of being taken to a shelter in Texas, he became ill and he died earlier this week with no known cause reported. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories on Good Morning Orlando.
0: Listen to us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Search WFLA Orlando.
1: And then, of course, we have the phone lines, and we have the totally on fire text line right now. Alan, pose it one more time as we give you the final totals on our texting poll.
2: Our one-word texting poll. Do you want your child's teacher carrying a concealed gun? And we asked you to vote yes or no, texting it to 23680. And we have some results in...
9: Yes, it is 208 yeses. To 25 no's. That is the final result. You're really
1: making a statement out there that school boards need to hear across this state now that we have this landmark legislation in place, but it's an opt-in and the school boards get the final say on this. We'll be following how that unfolds. Yaffe, you'll be back for the ride home, and you'll be back on tonight in prime time. Melissa, let's talk about your shows.
9: P.M. Orlando, once again, 5 to 6 p.m., where we cover breaking national, local news, of course, weather and traffic as well. We'll see what happens. Still a lot going on in Venezuela. We'll cover that and much more.
7: Oh, and then at 9 o'clock, we've got Connection Show. Now, this is Relationship Radio with a Twist. A lot of people have been asking about ADHD. As you probably have noticed, I might suffer from that. <laughs> there are a couple of other people also on the show who do, and we're going to explain it, let you know that it does go on into adulthood, and a lot of other squirrel. Oh, shiny thing. What? Tonight, 9 o'clock, Connection Show. You mean all
2: a th- couple of other people on your show? Yes. Not on this show.
7: Oh, on this show? No, you are all <laughs> mentally <laughs> safe. Thank you. <laughs> all right, good deal. Woo-hoo! In a moment, I got a
1: bonus question for the Rock fans on our team here. Uh, it's his birthday, as we said. We'll see how they handle this, mm. Specter in particular. All right. While I was researching the sound judgment question on the Rock, who turned 47 today, I found out that he was a star for a college football program in the state of florida and won a national title you know who we played for yes i do yes i do really how about you Yaffe?
9: i think so yes quick the answer e- miami
1: yep hurricanes he was a hurricane 1991 yep. Mm-hmm. yeah and amazing and i love him in the movies he's a terrific actor too it's good stuff
2: and his finishing move as we finish our show is the people's elbow oh yeah How does that go?
1: Kind of hard to see on the radio. He bounces off off. the ropes. Ah, Okay, that'll do it. We love uh, you guys. Thank you. God bless you and God bless America.